Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Paul Paps here, and this is great news. The Dan Pat Show podcast is now brought to you by White Castles. I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and we loved White Castles growing up. My dad used to bring them home. We used to go to my uncle's hockey games, and we'd stop by White Castle on the way home, and wolf those down. It was fantastic. From their original and cheese sliders to other meat options, including chicken, turkey, sausage, and the veggie options, the black bean and veggie sliders, you get the same great taste you've come to expect from the restaurants at home in just about 60 seconds. Yeah, you can have them at home. No grocery shopping trip is complete without hitting the freezer aisle and grabbing some of our favorite White Castle sliders. Have them at home. Give them to your kids. If you can't be near a store, you can have them at home. Get a coupon today at www.whitecastle.com slash Dan. That's whitecastle.com slash Dan. Then pick up White Castle sliders in freezer aisles nationwide. You can't always be near a White Castle. You can't always drive there. But 24 hours a day, you could have them in your freezer. Keep them at home. Anytime you're hungry, you don't think, oh, man, remember the old days when Dad used to take me to White Castle? You just fire them up. Whitecastle.com slash Dan. White Castle, easy to heat, fun to eat. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. You got a hobby? This is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board no matter where you are. Stay a while if you can. We'll cover all the topics, certainly with football, with free agency, possibility of the Patriots adding a wide receiver and maybe welcoming back their star quarterback. Have all that for you coming up. You can watch, if you like, YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You can listen on our great radio affiliates around the country, numbering 362. We're fully assembled, but McLovin joins us from, I'm not sure if it's the lobby of his his apartment building or maybe a dentist office, but uh, McLovin, we're glad to have you via Skype, via remote. Uh, His uh, daughters are at home, so McLovin is uh, staying with them. Good morning, McLovin. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Yeah, I took your suggestion, and I added a chalkboard behind me. You can't see it on radio, obviously, but uh, I don't know if you can read that. I can't. homage. I can't read it. Well, Woody Page was here for your suggestion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll update that, but uh, yeah, all good. Hopefully kids won't scream into the show at any point. Okay. You have some books in the background, I see. Well, you know, my extensive library of, uh, I think there's a... some Disney books. Yeah, that's a kid's bookshelf. Should I put, like, cool sports books? I've never done this kind of well, thing. I've never know, had a home studio. When ESPN will go to Adam Schefter, and he's at his home, and he's got this beautiful mahogany hutch there, and he's got awards there and helmets and footballs, and you've got some, I don't even know what that is, a landscape photo behind you? Yeah, there's uh, something that I think like a dentist office around the corner was throwing out, and I'd be like, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. It looks it's not good. Even, it's not even Ansel Adams, Dan. That's all I can say. All right. Once again, McLovin is healthy. He's just at home uh, with his daughters because uh, school has been canceled in uh, the New York, the, the tri-state area, I believe. Yeah, we're canceled. Uh, also, uh, I you know I'm socially isolating. Is that is it social distancing? Um, so because the city, uh, is kind of quiet. Like people aren't going out here and stuff. So everyone was told to lay low. That's part of it too. All right. Well, we're glad to have you no matter how we have you. We're glad to have you. The other guys are here. Uh, it's been fascinating to watch so many diehard sports fans try to fill the time without live events. I'm not sure how you spent your weekend. I watched the Bundesliga and I don't even know if it was live or not. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife walks by, and she goes, is that live? I go, I don't know. She goes, you don't even know if it's live? I go, I don't care. So I'm watching the Bundesliga. And, uh, Schweinsteiger. <laughs> I, was, I was actually entertained watching that. 
I watched uh, CBS had some college basketball tournament games on from I don't know what year, but I was watching that as well. Yeah, Paul. I was loving it. CBS was showing old, like, Big Ten title games. I was watching Sam Decker and Bronson Koenig and the boys from Wisconsin <laughs> taking people down. I'm like, and the thing is, when they show these old games, you're like, I kind of remember what happens here, but I don't remember exactly. But I think it goes to overtime here. Yes, yes, and it plays out. It's like a reminder. And you had a great idea that if they're going to show these games, why not have some of these players who played in these games live tweet? And Paulie reached out to Sam Decker, who was one of the stars of that Wisconsin team, and said, why don't you jump on social media, jump on Twitter, and tell us what was going on and, and kind of compliment the action there. Because that last play that was set up that won the game, that uh, it was not supposed to go to Koenig. It was supposed to go to, I think, Sam Decker there. And uh, Sam was walking people through it as we're watching that. And I Look, this is all new to all of us here, whether it's just you with your business, you at home with your kids, or even us with what we're trying to do here today. But I think everything's on the table as far as how we get through this, entertain one another, because, you know, it's pretty grim right now and probably going to get worse before it gets better when you start to look at actual sporting events and when they're coming back. This isn't a two-week period. This is going to be probably a couple of months. And the NBA looking at June before it resumes. And then are you resuming as if the regular season is over? So there's a lot of things. You know, when does baseball come back? Uh, football with free agency, trying to fly in some of these potential free agents. And then can you do that? you got to have a pilot who's willing to fly them private. So there's a lot of things in flux, but the collective bargaining agreement did pass barely on Saturday night, which was amazing that five, at least 500 players didn't even vote. Maybe upwards of 600 didn't even vote, and it barely passed. But you don't realize how big – sports is in your life until it's gone and then you know obviously there are more important things that uh, we face right now your life becomes a routine you do this and then you do that on the weekend you have these games you have those nights so you're able to sort of map out what your week is the NCAA tournament is so much fun for everybody and anybody who loves golf is going to miss that Sunday at the Masters the NBA and NHL just starting to heat up Baseball fans getting revved up with spring training. And all I can say is the games will return. I'm not sure when, but they will eventually return. And it's a huge challenge for the entire world. And it'll be a whole lot more fun when we have games back in our life. But hopefully this will make us appreciate the things that we took for granted before our everyday life was turned upside down. This program is brought to you by True Car. If you're looking for a car when you're buying a new car, the process can be overwhelming. Now there's a better way with True Car. Go to True Car to build your car. Compare models, buy options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new True Car. Right, a little bit later on, Reggie Miller will join us. Uh, Rick Pitino's got a new job. After a few months ago, he told me that he wasn't going to uh, go back into coaching. He is now the head coach at Iona. Ross Tucker. Former NFL lineman, always great with his perspective on what's going on with free agency. And the uh, great basketball writer from ESPN, Ramona Shelburne, will join us a little bit later on. I saw a report, Peter King floating the fascinating trade idea that there's a chance that maybe DeAndre Hopkins could go to the Patriots. This is just an idea. So Peter wrote that there was some pre-draft chatter that essentially the Texans might listen to offers for their star wideout. 
He uh, then began to float potential matches. Why is it always the Patriots? It always feels like, you know, if you say, you know, he's going to go to throw out a team, the Titans, not not many clicks on that. But if you say he's going to the Patriots, then all of a sudden, it's Patriots? Oh, so Tom's coming back. Oh, they're getting DeAndre Hopkins for him. Uh, Houston is currently in draft hell, according to Peter King, without a top 50 pick in this year's draft and next year's draft. Um, so, you know, you, you got wiped out with the Laramie Tunsil trade, but this is a great draft for wideouts. If that's the case, then why wouldn't the Patriots draft a wideout? DeAndre Hopkins is wonderful, but I don't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins $15 million if I don't have to, if I can get a, a you know, a rookie in there. Uh Suffice to say, Patriots probably would be able to sell Tom Brady on coming back if they landed Hopkins. Even with a bit more salary cap flexibility, it would be hard to see the Patriots making such a deal happen. Wait a minute. So he's floating the idea, but then he tells you it's hard to see the Patriots making such a deal happen. In other words, nothing to see here? By the way, the Tom Brady market shrunk. And... uh now, that, that reportedly has shrunk. I can only go back and tell you what I told you last week where a source said there's not eight teams interested in Tom Brady. Maybe three at the most, and my source said probably two. And those two, he said Tampa and the Patriots. Now, I thought if the Titans are the mystery team, if San Francisco's the mystery team, well, now the Titans are out because they've re-signed Ryan Tannehill. I, I found this re- really amazing. The Titans used Tom Brady as leverage to re-sign Ryan Tannehill instead of the other way around. Like, they wanted Tannehill. They used Brady, apparently, to say, hey, Ryan, if you're not going to sign this offer, we're going to bring in Tom Brady. So they got Ryan Tannehill. Now you're going to probably franchise, I guess, Derrick Henry. But, you know, Tennessee's got some, some questions here. But as far as Tom Brady to the Niners... Apparently that's off the table, according to Chris Sims. Uh, the Titans off the table. I guess, not, you know, maybe, I don't think the Raiders are in. I think the mystery team, if there is, if it's not the Colts, then it'll be the Chargers. Now, Tampa's already in. Tampa's already set. Tampa was tampering before you could, you know, the uh, the illegal or the legal tampering period, whatever it is. Call them Tamper Bay, but they had no problem with going after, you know, hashtag Tommy. Tamper Bay. Thank you, Todd. Nice. Yeah. But this was just one of those where you go, okay, Tampa's all in. Are the Chargers all in? Raiders doesn't feel like they're all in. The Colts could be the mystery team. But if there's a third team, I don't know that yet. I can only report what I was told, and that is the Patriots and Tampa, there were two teams. And if the third team is in there, it might be the Colts or uh, the Chargers. But that's just some of the stuff going on. And the franchise tag, you know, what do the Cowboys do? Do you, do you tag uh, Dak Prescott? And you're on the clock here of getting this done soon. And then what do you do with Amari Cooper here? So there's some a uh, lot of movement that can be happening here in free agency. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Yeah, best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. Your phone calls are welcome. McLovin, you got a poll question or two. I do. Let's start with the NFL. Is it appropriate for the NFL to go ahead with free agency, yes or no? 
Well, there's no contact. There's no interaction there and unless it makes it I, – I guess there's two things. Can you still do your job in free agency? The teams, can they do their due diligence? And does the player feel like he's getting a, a fair chance at talking to these teams? Now, the other part is the optics, as we like to say. How does this look with guys who are signing these big contracts here? I have no problem with it. Um, I understand it's a sensitive time. But then there's part of me that says, I, I'm glad that there's something like this. I, I, they're going to make their money no matter when they make it. If they don't make it now, then they'll make it in a month from now or two months from now. But I think if the NFL looks at its schedule, you got to have this done. They're pushing the draft back. Then, you know, when are you going to be able to join your new team, the OTAs? You know, there's a, there's a lot of things in play. And I know it's not the most important thing. But I look at it as a, this is a nice diversion to have. And I don't care that somebody, Dak Prescott will sign a $200 million contract. I'm not offended by that. Yeah, McLevin. Okay, uh, next question. It's kind of related. The deal is done, and Ryan Tannehill signs this contract, 62 fully guaranteed, then 91 in total guaranteed. I didn't know there was a difference between the two. Does that seem like too much for Ryan Tannehill? I think it's the going rate. I, I find this amazing with Ryan Tannehill that it felt like, you know, the Titans were at their best when he was just handing the ball off and throwing for less than 100 yards. He had a really good regular season. I know they like how he throws the deep ball and he's athletic, but feels like if you don't get Derrick Henry back with Tennessee, then I'd like to see what his quarterback rating is going to be. Yeah, Seaton. Right, you just are left with the sense, like, did they need to do that? The Titans. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've been told, hey, you, uh, you don't realize how bad it was playing for the Dolphins, and that's uh, you know, now he's got a chance to shine. What well, feels like that sample size is a little bit larger than what he had with the Titans, but uh, as some people have pointed out in Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill led the NFL in passer rating this last season. He had the fourth highest passer rating in league history which is another reason why we should never listen to people who talk about passer rating. Yes, you run down the list of Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Nick Foles, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady. Those are the five highest QBRs in history. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat, stat, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Yeah, Rodgers, Manning, and Brady were all NFL MVPs in those seasons. But uh, the QBR for Ryan Tannehill was incredible. If that's the case, then why weren't more teams interested in Ryan? Was anybody else interested in Ryan Tannehill? I didn't hear I didn't hear one team go, hey, uh, eight teams are interested in Ryan Tannehill. I, I understand what Tennessee did. And if you keep Derrick Henry and you keep Conklin – they're great offensive linemen. Okay. But if you don't keep Derrick Henry, I don't want Ryan Tannehill for, for that amount of money. But but he, to me, is less risky than Tom Brady is. So I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill. I, as much as Brady's you know place in history is firmly cemented, I'm not sold on him as my quarterback. Like the Niners. I, I didn't understand that at all. Oh, if you have Brady, you can win the Super Bowl. You were a couple of batted passes down from winning the Super Bowl. And how about you play defense in the second half? 
you might have won the Super Bowl. But Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, okay, he kind of fits who they are, that personality there. They don't take a lot of chances, and Tannehill, you know, seems like he's the right guy for them. And that's a going rate for a quarterback. I don't, I don't begrudge anybody. Like Dak Prescott's going to be the highest paid player in the history of the sport. Does he deserve it? No. Is it the going rate? Yes. Yeah, Paul. It seems like the Titans might have been in a weird position where it's either pay him the full boat or pretty close to the full boat or start over at the quarterback position and they're too good to start over. Like if they were 7-9 and nine last year, 6-10, and 10, they don't have to worry about it. They can go in any direction at quarterback, but they were too close. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, by the way, passer rating is an old school stat. It's just touchdowns to interceptions, right? Like all those guys just don't throw picks. So Bork, War, if you want to talk about those, that's a rating. Okay, good. thank you. But uh, would the Patriots have been interested in Tannehill? Is that one of the potential suitors? I didn't hear anybody interested in Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't have any, you know, breathless reporting from the mothership where, you know, X number of teams are interested in Ryan Tannehill if he would happen to leave. Like, everything's been about Tom Brady and, you know, not Ryan Tannehill going back to the t- – I, I will say, though, there have been reports for a while that he was going back there. I think Ian Rappaport was saying that he's going back to Tennessee. We just didn't want to believe it because we're hoping for, you know, something to happen there. Because if he's not there, then that means that Tom Brady is, you know, probably going there. All right, what else, McLuhan? All right, uh Rudy Gobert, do you want a Rudy Gobert poll or another NFL poll? Give me another NFL one. Then okay. we'll take a break. Uh, this is Titans-related. Would you invest more in Derrick Henry or Jack Conklin? More hypothetical, which is more valuable, running back or tackle? We know tackles get paid more, but what should be a bigger priority for Tennessee? Because a lot of people are saying running backs have no market, so why are you going to pay Henry a lot of money? But it felt like he was the difference for that team because you control the clock and he just battered the defense and wore them down. Uh, therefore, Tannehill doesn't have to make that many plays. But Todd Gurley got a big contract and, and didn't hold up. Yeah, I know. Different running back. Different. Uh, and I, look, I do I want to overinvest in Derrick Henry? No. As much as I loved watching him play, no, 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 no. If I get five years out of a running back and he's used like that, then I feel fortunate there. Like Jack Conklin is a guy that you can keep for another five to seven years. And, you know, could be a well, Hall of Fame caliber offensive lineman. You know, look for the Cleveland Browns to be interested in Jack Conklin, though, if they get the opportunity there. Yeah, Paul. You can go back to Dallas years ago. Dallas had DeMarco Murray. Remember him? Yeah. 1,845 yards, 13 touchdowns. Imagine if they would have given a 25-year-old DeMarco Murray a big, long contract. Yeah. He made one more Pro Bowl in Tennessee, rushing for 1,200 yards. He's out of football. He played three more years after that monster year where he had 1,800 yards. DeMarco Murray would have been a horrible investment. Todd Gurley is going to become a horrible investment. Well, he already is. Yeah. Yeah. But at running back, you don't spend, like, Derrick Henry is probably going to make $10 million. Even though his value to that team, you could argue he's as valuable to his team as any other player in football. But it's the position. You know, we, we abuse the position, those, you know, in that position, and then we just move on. It, it's the one position that feels like, you know, we we – can just enjoy what we see for a five-year window, and then we move on. You can just discard your running backs. It's like with Dallas, with Zeke Elliott. I wouldn't have re-signed him. I think I can find a running back. With that offensive line, I think I could find uh, an offense uh, or a running back who could be a, a guy who could get, you know, 1,200 yards, it feels like. 
All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls are welcome as we have uh, best and worst of the weekend. I told you what I watched over the weekend. I don't know if the Danettes watched anything else sports-wise that was interesting. And I didn't feel, you know, great shame that I'm watching the Bundesliga. I, I didn't. I was like, okay, I'm good with this. Is that I, the Giselle Bundesliga? What league is it? Thank you, Todd. But I, I did watch it, and I just went, okay. I don't know anything that's going on. I don't know any of these players, teams. But it, it didn't. But it, I think it was live, and it, and it was fun. <laughs> the Bundesliga. Were there any fans in the stadium? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I might, think. Might not have been live. Then. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Don't ruin the ending. I didn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll call Rebecca Lowe and ask her about that. All right. Now we're, now we're talking. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. It's uh, 20 after the hour. We'll settle on a poll question. We got some guests today, and we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up as well. 21 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. All right, as you probably know, I am the Danette that lives farthest from the show, so I'm in the car all day, several hours. That's where Audible comes in. I got to tell you, it has saved my life. I love hearing books in the car. Uh, the last one I did was Talking to Strangers, Malcolm Gladwell's new book. It's totally awesome. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, self-help. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digests from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs, whatever you want, it's on there. To kick off 2020, we're focusing on the new year, the new you. We have plenty of content that can help you pursue your goals, whether it's getting fit, finishing more books, or becoming a better parent, leader, or person. Audible is awesome. You can download titles and listen offline anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. If you can't decide what to listen to, don't worry. You can keep your credits up to a year and use them on a whole series if you'd like. If you want to find out more about Audible, visit audible.com slash DP or text DP to 500-500-500-500. Again, that's audible.com slash DP. You'll love it. Make sure you check out the DP Show store. Doing some spring cleaning at the uh, DP Show store. $10 shirts, $15 hats, some items up to 65% off. Plus, free shipping when you spend $50 or more. Also have uh, some St. Patty's Day t-shirts, Mookie Betts t-shirts in there. There's a lot, including uh, some of your favorites. Uh, go to danpatrick.com to get your gear today. All right, McLovin, who uh, joins us via, is it Skype? Is that what we're doing? Is this officially Skype, McLovin? Yeah, I'm on Skype. Uh, it seems like people are using all sorts of programs across the country to get together now. But Skype, it's looking great. I'm getting good reviews. You are. Yeah, I mean, what? I probably keep saying get closer to the camera. No. I'm comfortable away from the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I got another couple poll questions. Uh, do you have people you in your apartment right now? Oh, I do. Is, are you hearing? I have young children. We're doing homeschool. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
I have elected to teach uh, sports history, which my <laughs> wife has said is not a real class. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can see people in the reflection of the picture behind you walking by, McLevin. Oh, my God. I didn't even <laughs> by the way. Are there any 30 for 30s that are kid appropriate? And I was watching the Michael Vick one last night, and that is not. It's an interesting thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not. not. No, no, so it's hard to get sports programming for kids who are sports nuts. I don't know if you guys have any suggestions. Well, you can watch the Bundesliga. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys figured out if that was live or not, by the way? Oh, I, yeah, probably not, but I, it didn't matter. No. Okay. Yes, Paul. On Saturday afternoon after my second nap, I was watching the I Hate Christian Leitner 30 for 30 and with Rob Lowe hosting it, and it is a bit tongue-in-cheek. And my daughters, who are uh, 11 and 8, sat down, and at first they're like, I hate Christian Lehner. They don't like the word hate. And they're like, what is that? They don't know who Christian Lehner is. I give them, I pause it, and I explain who he is, why people were polarizing with him. And they watched the entire thing, and they loved it. They really were fascinated by this guy, Christian Lehner. And one of my daughters loved Christian Lehner at the end of the show. The other one was like, that guy was mean and picked on people. And it was they had two different thoughts about him. Yes, McLevin. Who loves Christian Lehner? What is wrong with your daughter? The whole point is you hate Christian Lehner. I always enjoyed Lehner. I, I appreciate it. He's one of the greatest players of all time. I mean, he did have that moment that he should have been thrown out of that game, but he's still one of the great players of all time. And yeah, and, it, and he embraced he embraced who he was, which I love that. Yes, he I couldn't stand that Duke team though. I really couldn't. And I was I was all UNLV in that rivalry. Yeah. I thought Stacey Augman was gonna revolutionize the league. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I know you're not going to be surprised about this at all, but I was a huge Leitner fan. I love the way he poked people and how he gave it to people, and, and he ended up winning most of the games. All right, what's the uh, Rudy Gobert poll question? Okay, will Rudy Gobert go down in history as an inadvertent hero, or will he be known as someone who used extremely poor judgment? Well, it's both. I, I think he'll be an inadvertent hero. He will be written about. The, the history books will include Rudy Gobert because – when he tested positive, now you had a name and a face, and then all of a sudden you started to play the, you know, connect the dots of who came in contact with him, who else could be sick, and now you're finding that, uh, you know, one of the Pistons, Christian Wood, guarded him, he tested positive, and then Donovan Mitchell, his teammate, tested positive. I think if, you, if he doesn't test positive, we're probably playing sports. Uh, now, you did have the Donovan Mitchell testing positive, I don't know if we would have been testing people, but I, I find it, I mean, it was that, the NBA was looking at this, and then the NCAA looked at it, when the NCAA looked at it and said, we can't have this, we can't play because of Rudy Gobert, and I think that he'll be an inadvertent hero, but I do think that he probably will eventually be viewed as somebody who saved some lives, believe it or not, when this is all said and done. Uh, we have uh, Rudy Gobert. He posted this talking about uh, the uh, coronavirus. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Rudy Gobert. Just wanted to give you guys an update. I'm going to start by saying thank you to all the people that have been supportive and for all the positive energy. It really means a lot. As for myself, I've been feeling a little better every single day thanks to the healthcare people of Utah and Oklahoma City and all the great people around me. As you may already know, I just wanted to make sure to remind you guys to keep washing your hands frequently with soap and water. Try to avoid touching your face, your nose, your eyes, 
and of course try to avoid making unnecessary contact with people. It's all about protecting yourself and the people around you. I wish I would have took this thing more seriously and I hope everyone else going to do so because we can do it together. Take care and stay safe. That's Rudy Gobert, courtesy of Twitter. I'm going to guess the NBA encouraged him to uh, do that public service announcement. I think they're going to do a PSA with Rudy Gobert at some point with the NBA. Uh, let me see. So let's settle on a poll question here. I got some phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. We have some Meet Friday songs that I'll uh, play as well coming up a little bit later on. Which one do you want to go with, McLovin? McLovin? Hey. Sorry, sorry, technical difficulty. Uh, so people reacted to the NFL, is it appropriate to have free agency? So I'm going to put that up on danpatrick.com. Is it appropriate for the NFL to have free agency this week? And But I also have a college basketball poll for later in the week, Dan. Can we ask who you were going to have as your national champion in the brackets? I don't know. You had strong opinions. You knew these teams. I'm curious if you've done that hypothetical in your head. You can't be wrong. Yeah. Right? It's not like somebody can say, well, that would never happen. We, we'll, we'll never know. I wish that they would put out the bracket. I wish that they would just go through it and just give us an afternoon where CBS gets together and has their analyst, and they just have some fun with it. I, I know it might be torture for, like, my alma mater, Dayton, to go, gosh, what could have been? You know, we would have played them. We would have played them. Then we, of course, would have knocked off Seton Hall. And then we would have gone on to the Final Four. But there's part of me that would, I'm just curious about it because the, the season ended so abruptly that I would have loved to have had somebody just say, this is how we we probably think that it would have played out. Yes, Todd? I don't like it. It would be too much of a tease. I'd rather, if you're not going to play the games, I'd rather just mm. not know who was in what region, who got what seed. It's just, it's just, I, I do. I'm curious. How about if you just ask, well, we can keep it to football if you want today about free agency. But I I would be in favor of releasing the brackets. Yes, Eden. I just let it die. Don't make it even worse. Like, if you watch, if you follow any of these kids on yeah. Instagram or anything like that or on Twitter, they're all, I mean, they're crushed. Yeah. Why keep rubbing it in? Um, I don't know. This gives a little bit more finality to it than just, uh, wait, we're not playing today? Nope, you're not. Yeah, Paul. I would actually release the bracket, and then if I was uh, on any of those four number one seeds, sometime in late June, early July, Have I, a would, celebration. I, I would find a park and grab a camera, and the final four teams just show up and play pickup against each other and just, you know, do it off the books. Imagine if Kansas and Dayton got together at a, at a schoolyard in Dayton, Ohio. And just said, well, let's play pickup and roll roll camera on it. And just have fun in the summer with non-organized, no coaches, just five dudes show up from each place. No, if I had a number one seed, I would uh, I would have a uh, celebration that, that we won the national championship. I'd have a parade at some point. Yes, Tom? It's one thing if it was temporarily postponed, like some coaches, Dick Vitale, others uh, had suggested maybe they hold off a month or two. And then at least there's a chance you play along that this could still happen. The fact that it's canceled and there's no way these games are being played – I just, I think I'd rather not know. Yeah, yeah, McLovin. You just want to be on a float at Dayton. That's yeah, what that was I all think about, so. Right? I think so. I think so. Just the uh, papal wave as I head down Main Street at the University of Dayton. Andrew Brandt, he uh, just tweeted this out. Can you imagine news of quarantine shuttered businesses and market collapses with stories of NFL free agents signing big deals peppered in between? That's not, quote, giving a sense of normalcy, end quote, 
That's just the wrong thing to be doing. Adam Schefter tweets, a glimpse of our world with free agency on track for this week. Some teams are planning to use private planes to fly in premier free agents. Still, those flights require pilots to leave home and work, and teams are not pleased about this. Teams, uh, not, uh, capital, capital letters, not happy free agency this week. Yeah, Paul. Wouldn't the concern be if you're the NFL and you decided to uh, postpone for a week your free agency starting date or the NFL starting date? How do you unpostpone something if this gets worse? And let's say six weeks from now, it's much worse, and you're not now. We postponed our free agency and our draft for six weeks, and there's no end in sight. Once you postpone something, it looks even worse to unpostpone it, if that's a phrase. You know, well, the NFL's in this weird position where they're going to get really backed up if they do that. And then you have the draft as well. Yeah, I understand all of those things. Yes, yeah, And it's not like the money is going to be any less ridiculous when everybody goes back to work. Yeah. I mean, they're still flying on private planes and making hundreds of millions of dollars. That doesn't change. So I, I don't understand. I mean, I get, I get the optics of it, but it's not the, any less absurd. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, we're, we're sensitive. We should be sensitive. We should be smart about this. If it means teams can't do their job or a free agent can't travel where he needs to travel, then I understand that. But hey, we shouldn't be talking about multi-million dollar. I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not bothered today that Ryan Tannehill is making sixty-two million dollars guaranteed. It did not change my day at all. I didn't go. Oh, so insensitive. I mean, I. If you're a small business owner, I. I'm sure your focus is on something else. You're not going. You know, my business is struggling, and Ryan Tannehill just got sixty-two million dollars. I just. I don't. And I'm not trying to be insensitive with it. I'm just being honest. Of it doesn't bother me. I'm okay with this, and and I'm I'm glad that there's something out there that I can at least think about. Instead of you can't sit around and and you know can I shake your hand? Can I give you a hug? Can I go out? And I went into Starbucks today, and they said, "Oh, you can't stay in here." I go, well, "I wasn't going to stay." Like all the chairs are turned upside down. You know, you, you, it's grab and go. And I went, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's fine. Not even grab and go. Now there's more reports of just drive through with anything at all where you can't physically even and, walk in. There. And I get that. I understand that. I understand people are going to, you know, we'll call it overreacting, but we're going to find out probably in a month that maybe we weren't overreacting. But in the, t- you know, in the time being, and this is what we're talking about, I'm okay with it. There's other things to be upset about. Not Ryan Tannehill making $62 million. He was going to make that anyway at some point. Yes, McLovin. Well, I mean, he did throw for 88 yards at a playoff game. I mean, I don't know. Some people think it's overpayment. Not um, <laughs> side issue. That's a crazy amount of money, Dan. If this deal. Well, I know, I, but somebody was. It, it felt like he was going to get money. You just said there was probably no market for him. There's no way they could have come under that number. That was like Kirk Cousins' deal from the other, a couple years ago. I, I, look, I didn't, I didn't want Ryan Tannehill. I'm not paying him. I'm saying it doesn't bother me that he's getting yeah. paid that. Yeah. It's like, you know, somebody else is going to get a deal, and I'm not going to go, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Like, Amari Cooper is going to get paid, and I'm going to go, so what? I don't care. Yeah, McLovin. Do you think this was good for the players to get this deal done, even if it's not favorable, because the economy is yes. having problems? So the offer came out before yeah. the economy. So is that? do you think that factored in? Yes, I do. I think the timing, but also go back to what my source said prior to, this is around Thanksgiving, that the owner, some owners were privately worried about a recession prior to the coronavirus. They were trying to expedite this as well. 
And I think the players, if you voted on this three months from now, do you have a different outcome here? Uh, I don't know. It just felt like if I'm the players, let's get this now because we might not be getting this for a little while longer. But, you know, barely passed, which was amazing. Barely passed. A couple of phone calls. We'll take a break. Kyle in Virginia joins us. Good morning, Kyle. How are you? Hey, Dan. How are you doing? Good, sir. All right. So I'm calling from Salem, Virginia, where the Nickelback uh, <laughs> tribute for the Salem Red Sox is going to be. Yeah. So thought I'd just give them a shout-out. I had a quick question for you and then, Dan. Right. The Premier League right now in England is 75% completed. Um, obviously, they are not playing games right now. If the season was to be um, canceled, would you give Liverpool the title? They are currently 25 points ahead. Yeah, probably, if you're not going to be able to play. I don't know the timing of everything, but you don't have playoffs there, so why not? Yeah, I, I would give Liverpool – they've been dominant, so, yeah, I don't have any problem with that. I, the NBA is in a real tricky spot here because you're three-quarters of the way done with the season, and now what do you do if you're not playing basketball till June? Then do you do an abbreviated playoffs? Do you start the playoffs? Shortened series? Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but they're, they're not going to be playing basketball till probably June. This according to the commissioner. And I, I think that's going to be really a challenge of what options do you have. All right, we'll take a break. Got our play of the day, believe it or not. Yes, we have a play of the day. And I'll uh, have that for you. More phone calls as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Further than she can't come up with enough. Absolute. Incredible performance. Shuck it all. In college basketball, UMBC makes history in Charlotte. Courtesy of CBS with Jim Nance on the call. A little shock me by Kiss. Biggest upset in tournament history on this day two years ago. UMBC shocks number one Virginia 74-54. They went into the game as a 21-and-a-half-point underdog in most books. Play of the Day brought to you by Tacovas. Tacovas boots are handmade, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. Tacovas cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping returns and exchanges are free and easy. Visit tacovas.com slash DP, Tacovas Western Goods, or New Frontiers. I guess that we have a uh, poll question we're going to go with. 
There are a lot of people who are ripping the NFL by proceeding with free agency here. Uh, Mike Lombardi just uh, came out with uh, a note on it that uh, McLovin sent to me. I'll give you the tweet, unless you want to give it to me, McLovin. Uh, Let me see. What's he say here? Uh, Mike uh, Lombardi with the NFL. NFL NFL Network, McLovin? Is that right? Uh, You know, I'm not sure where he's working right now. He's in all sorts of media. He has his own podcast. It's very... Very popular. He says, I have no idea what the NFL is in a rush to start the league year. Just another example of the people in the league office having no idea how NFL teams operate from the football side. They have no idea. They think they know, but they don't. All right. Well, is that about people on planes going places and things like that? I have no idea what he's talking about. I, I don't know how difficult it is for teams right now you know, to do their jobs. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to make it even tougher in six weeks from now, a month from now. You know, we don't even know when the draft is. And I, I think that's going to be challenging as well. I don't know why if you don't just have the draft and do it, you know, where you have a camera in the war room and then you have you let players Skype their celebration that they're being drafted. I mean, at some point we will get on with our lives and the NFL is going to, you know, the NFL can do whatever it wants. Uh, I mean, there's still some criticism here, but the NFL still can do what it wants because it's so powerful. You want to hold the draft without any fans there, and just do it from New York, where the commissioner is there in his league in his you know the league office, and then you could have you know players via Skype get drafted here. Have teams from their war room announce the play the player they're taking. You have a month to prepare for this. You can still do it if you need to do it time wise. But I, I don't know if there's sensitivity there or not, and maybe that's why you know, they, they still want to have this event in Vegas. I'd rather they didn't have it at all, wait till next year and put it in Vegas. But they want to have you know, everything in Los Angeles next year. Yes, McLovin. We've all done fantasy drafts online, and if they do it online, we all know the danger of buffering and, and getting knocked out of your league, though, Dan. <laughs> like, that year I got stuck with Rashad Jennings by autopick by Yahoo and lost my league. <laughs> Wait, so your feed goes down, and then you yeah. can't make your, your pick, and then yeah. Yahoo picks it for you? Yes, so the Raiders <laughs> could get stuck with, like, a punter in the second round. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Yeah, you get back in, the, especially the late 90s, you get to be yeah. in an auto-draft chat on ESPN.com, <laughs> and you get left out. You're like, oh, my God, reset, reset. <laughs> Next thing I know, I took uh, Colquitt, the punter, in the fourth round. <laughs> I don't believe you took Colquitt. I I, it was, I definitely got a punter in, like, round five. Because, Wait, why do you have a punter? Well, you have an auto-draft thing, and it ranks the players. Oh. And it's like, well, it was probably like round seven. But either way, it took a player that was redundant to my team, and you're just trying to get in and to dial up. Mike Lombardi uh, writes for The Athletic. So, uh, Otto, Otto in uh, Michigan. Hey, Otto. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, sir. What's on your mind? Uh, so, Dan, I'm a professional golfer, and I play on the uh, PGA Tour Latin America and Canada. And uh, obviously, you know, we don't have tournaments the next 30 days here. But there's still actually professional golf being played in the States. Um, the All-Pro Tour, it's a big mini-tour circuit in the States, and I'm here in Louisiana this week, and uh, we're hmm. still playing golf. So there's still professional golf here. Are there fans in attendance? I don't think so. I see there's a 250 uh, gathering law they have. So. Yeah. As of now, we have 140 guys signed up, and we're still playing professional golf. All right. Well, thanks for the phone call, Otto, and good luck. Thank you. Yeah, I, I wondered if the you know the players 
championship could have uh, you know continued. It, and I think it could have with no fans there, and you just had the golfers. It's just, once again, the optics of this. Just like free agency with the NFL, that do we need to do it now? And now you know, that's why you have some of these analysts who are up in arms over this. Chris Sims has uh, been doing a lot of work here on the Tom Brady front, and uh, the Pro Football Talk co-host had this to say over the weekend about uh, Tom Brady and the number of teams interested in him is now down to two. From everything I've heard, it's down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots. All right, And I don't think that the New England Patriots are going to be willing to give Tom Brady $30 million a year type of money. As we know, Bill Belichick, he drives a hard bargain. He treats it like a business, no matter who it is, even if it's the GOAT. He's not going to just give him free money. And this is what Brady's side was hoping for. This is why you had some reporters who had all this information about maybe eight teams interested in Tom Brady. And he may still leave. I thought all along that he was going to return to New England. It gave him the best chance to win. Plus, if you have a truncated offseason, it makes it even harder for Brady to get into a team if he goes to Tampa and be able to, you know, incorporate, install some of his system with the Buccaneers. And I think the Buccaneers are going to be, with the right quarterback, the Buccaneers will be a playoff team next year. I'm I'm guaranteeing the Buccaneers playoff team, depending on who's their quarterback, unless it's Jameis Winston. And then all bets are off. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening.